Welcome to another edition of Smooth Jazz and More Interviews. I'm Mike James, and I had the pleasure of interviewing an up-and-coming star in the music world, guitarist J.J. Sensavarino. The Brooklyn, New York native has been playing music since he was six years old. J.J. started playing the trumpet and worked his way up to the violin, and then to his current instrument, the guitar. I started playing on my own. I found a guitar in a closet, and I just started kind of plucking away at it. And um, I taught myself a lot of things, and then I, I took some lessons, and, and then when I really knew I was serious, I enrolled in the, in the Berklee School of Music in Boston. He honed his music skills at the prestigious school, while returning to New York every weekend to perform original music with his own band. I could have just stayed playing around town, but this, I really wanted to learn more about the scoring of music. I, I was really into jazz, and I, I, my degree was in uh, arranging. So I was doing compositions for big bands and stuff at the time, arranging, you know, 30-piece bands. And so I learned how to write for French horn and oboe and uh, the violin and instruments that I wouldn't, really wouldn't have had the opportunity to work with if I wasn't in, in that forum, in that, in that environment. He's worked with numerous music artists during his career, including George Clinton, Kelly Price, and is currently touring with Maxi Priest. I actually was working with uh, quite a bit of reggae artists through the 90s, and um, I was currently working with an artist named um, Supercat, and uh, the musical director left Supercat and joined with Maxi Priest, and when he came over with Maxi, he brought me along with him, so kind of uh, was doing some good work with some people that liked having me on board, and they brought me along and introduced me to Maxi, and uh, we've been playing for the last 13 years together. In 2005, he released his first solo album, Sunshine After Midnight, a project he found to be challenging for an independent artist. I wanted to just document my art and my work, which is why we did the CD. I always was doing my own shows around New York, playing and promoting and so forth and so forth. But I never really was taking being a solo artist as my priority because I was so wrapped up in being a background backing artist and I was touring considerably I would be on the road for a month I would be home for a month I would be on the road again for a month home for a month away for a week home from so I didn't really have time because even when I would be back home I would be performing six seven nights a week freelance so it was really taking a back seat to my, my actual career and then I, I was getting so frustrated because I was tired of doing that and I knew I had it in me to step up onto the front line and really take it and do it seriously and I um, launched a radio promotion with Adam Leibowitz and ASL last year, signed with Intervision Records and 
I started to get some notoriety and I, my name started to get around and I started to be actually become a national recording artist, touring and performing all over and headlining my own shows and teaming up with other people as well. And I feel really, really excited where I am right now, getting being able to actually be doing this and living it now full time. JJ will tell us about a unique experience from the 1978 World Series. You're listening to Smooth Jazz and More Interviews. We enjoy bringing you smooth jazz, light sounds, and in between all day long, but we can't do it without your help. Support Smooth Jazz and More by purchasing a Live 365 VIP membership. A monthly membership equals a cup of premium coffee per month, and you can listen ad-free. Plus, a portion of your purchase goes directly to support Smooth Jazz and More. Go to live365.com slash VIP, or go to smoothjazzandmore.com and click on the VIP banner. The Smooth Jazz and More Gift Shop is the official gift shop of our internet radio station. Powered by CafePress.com, our gift shop has plenty of shirts, hats, and other collectibles available. Whether it's a special occasion like a birthday or buying for the holidays, you're guaranteed to find something you won't find anywhere else. And by purchasing at our gift shop, a portion of the money will go directly to help Smooth Jazz and More's administrative cost. Go to SmoothJazzandMore.com and click on the Cafe Press banner on our main webpage. Interviews produced here at Smooth Jazz and More develop with Skype, voice over internet protocol, free video calls, and instant messaging over the internet. Plus, get great value on calls to phones anywhere in the world. No spyware or adware involved. Go to Skype.com and download the free software to get started today. Welcome back to Smooth Jazz and More Interviews. I'm Mike James. In this edition, we're talking about guitarist J.J. Sanseverino. In 1978, he attended the World Series game between the New York Yankees and the Los Angeles Dodgers. While he was there, he purchased an official game program, not knowing the special significance. I guess it's the true definition of destiny. So, uh, I went to the World Series years ago of the New York Yankees against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And as a, as a kid, I was a real baseball fanatic. I love sports in general, but baseball was my sport, and the Yankees were my team. Still are. <laughs> so um, I, at that game, as a boy, I bought the program for the game, which had the statistics, all the information about the players, and I took it home, and I looked at this for years and years. I laid in my bed and read the stories, looked at the advertisement, memorized statistics, and I really cherish this book, and I kept it all these years. And about a week or two ago, I was, 
and inside this box was this program from the World Series. And uh, I was sharing it, looking through it with my daughter who plays softball and she's interested in sports and my wife. And we were joking about some of the old advertisements. There was something for Atari in there. There was something for Betamax and all this stuff that's not really around anymore. And um, when my wife was a child, she was actually a childhood model. She's a twin and she did a lot of modeling with her twin sister. And Sharon and Cheryl, they did uh, Jello Pudding Pops. They were on Sesame Street. They did uh, Kodak, Polaroid, all these great advertisements. And as my daughter, my wife, and I were looking through this baseball program last week, I find an advertisement for the Polaroid camera. And my wife happened, by coincidence, to be in the advertisement as a child. <laughs> I, it, it was so unbelievable, and I showed it to her, and she freaked out. She couldn't believe that she was actually in this magazine that I had kept and looked at countless times. She Right away, she got on the phone, called her mother to verify if that was actually her or her twin, and it was actually my wife, Sharon, and we just couldn't believe it. So we posted it up on Facebook, and I mean, it got so many likes and comments because it was such an incredible story. And I guess it's the, really we were destined to be together. <laughs> so funny. JJ's future plans includes a new album being recorded in between touring on his busy schedule. I have a single which is out now and it's called Gravy Train and it's been doing pretty well. Uh, it's fun. I, re it's, I love the song and I think sometimes it, it may be a little too urban for contemporary jazz radio, but I, I want to keep it real to what I like to do. I like it to have an urban flavor and I like it to be kind of bumping and have a little edge to it we go you know we go out a lot into nightclubs and stuff so the music that we like to hear when we go out i like it to reflect in my music at times and that song really does have that kind of a club atmosphere to it but i think that it has legitimate jazz to it as well which makes it kind of a crossover song and that's gravy train which is the debut single from the up-and-coming cd which is going to be called waiting for you and we're actually in the middle of recording it as we speak not right this moment but uh, I'll be getting back to the, to, to the studio in a couple of days and we've been in the studio. So we're making slow progress, but we're making progress. I do still do quite a bit of freelance work because uh, I'm not, I have a family and um, bills have to be paid and uh, my phone rings a lot to come play shows and stuff for other people, which I enjoy doing. I'm in a position where I can choose who I like to work with, who I get to work with. So I'll be doing a lot of freelance. I'm still playing maybe three or four nights a week for other people, especially around small places in New York City. and uh, But I'm really gonna be concentrating on the studio, because I really wanna get this new music out to everybody, so much music. Uh, you can find me at jjsanseverino.com, or we made a simple link as well, which is www.jjsans.com. And I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, all of these social media sites, and I stay quite active with it. So you can find me as JJ San Severino on all of those sites.
And that's it for another edition of Smoon Jans and More Interviews. For more exclusive interviews, check out our website at smoonjansmore.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter for updates on future podcasts. I'm Mike James. Thanks for listening. Music